What's up guys? Gonna walk you through the uh, deck that helped me hit Omega so far on our quest for infinite. Uh, a little bit of bar action in this video since it was the hot location today. And of course, we played some leech and some leader and people don't like those things, but it doesn't mean they're bad because quite frankly, they're very good. Let's get into the breakdown. All right, guys, so Leech, he's another card. Um, you know, last season, he, we just played a lot of Leech in the last season. Went from, I believe, uh, like 84 to 91 playing Leech. Um, he's a very stellar card in the game still. He really does have the ability to just remove your opponent's endgame. Uh, when you have the ability to play Leech on four, you're kind of even further ahead because it means that you got your Electro, which means you spend five and six playing out uh, big six drops or big five drops. Generally speaking, it's going to be two sixes, but it depends on the game state. Sometimes you just want to play Arrow and set your you know your ways up to win the game later. Um, but Leech, he is uh, he's kind of the glue that sticks all that together. You know, he has a a, a lot of potential that just completely ruins players' games. Um, this this current iteration, uh, like I said, was more of a bar version. So we were playing Jubilee. Uh, which is like, if we missed our uh, Electro, Jubilee was very good. Uh, the one thing to note is this is another way to potentially hit Leech on four. It does require you to not have it in your hand, get a little lucky in RNG with playing it, but it's still a snappable turn most times, uh, where I found most of my games I was snapping on turn four, unless like, I just had like the absolute nuts or something like that where I, I felt really comfortable um, in like the game state early on. But most of the time you're you're snapping on turn four because either you're snapping on four or you're snapping on three before you play the Electro because that's really the main game plan uh, is to get Electro and then just excel the rest of the game and just ramp up to be ahead of your opponent. Um, so those are the different snappable offenses for sure. It's mostly Electro, Jubilee, and Leech. Uh, if you're snapping at the end of the game, you're probably not, like, your opponent is just going to run more likely. So you want to try and snap early with this deck because you want to try and accrue as many cubes as possible. Uh, it is wonderful if your opponent snaps and you already know that you have the lock. Um, I generally will almost always snap back if I feel really comfortable. Uh, it does depend on game state, etc., but it's... This is the deck that most of the time your opponent's going to feel bad about uh, snapping into. It's definitely not something that's ideal for them. So let's walk through the deck that I played today. Sunspot, Scorpion, Electro, Polaris, Maximus, Jubilee, Leech, Vision, Arrow, Leader, Doctor Doom, and Magneto. Uh, there was a good portion of the day that I was playing Thor also, so I just want to make that notable mention that in some of the gameplay you're going to see, there is Thor... Uh, he he was kind of awkward, if I'm going to be honest. He was only good when I didn't have Electro. And when I had them both, I had to, like, very often choose between the two. And that's not necessarily something I want to be doing. So it, while I, I see that it, his, 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 his ceiling is high, right? He's really great. He's really powerful. Having a 10 power 3 drop is awesome. But... Having a turn four leech is also awesome. Having a turn five Doctor Doom or a turn five leader is also awesome. So I felt as I went through the day that he was just getting worse and worse because I had to keep choosing between which one of those characters 
uh, which one of those cards I wanted to play on turn three. And then most of the time it was always just should be Electro because if you Thor and then you Electro and then later on you draw the, the, the hammer, it's only good if you were able to Electro specifically on Luke's bar and play it that way, which you can absolutely do. But then I also found myself in a position where, yes, Electro's two power is small, but it's still power. So it's one of those that like, yeah, I don't, I, I don't always want to destroy it. I don't always want to bounce it back to my hand. There are some games and some hands that you're going to do that with just because like that's the way it goes. But realistically, having the two power in play is more often better than not having it. And Thor is the only exception to where like you want to play a six and hammer uh, to try and win the game with Thor. So I think it's fine. Um, I don't know. They are definitely a nombo together, so which is a problem. But in the same sense, like if you can make it work, then awesome. If you can't, you know you can't. And that's kind of what I felt. So by the end of the day, I kind of I think I by the end of the day I ended up taking out Thor and putting in Jubilee, and I really enjoyed Jubilee after the changes. If I'm being completely honest, um, and then of course the the back end Leech Vision Arrow Leader Doom Magneto. Uh, pretty standard for the most part. Vision is another option to where, like, maybe you don't need Vision uh, now that Luke's bar is gone, but it's still a really stellar card uh, in general to play out a turn early to be able to move around the board um, and kind of give yourself priority for Arrow and things like that. I think that's really important. So I, it's tough to say. I think he was very good with Luke's bar, for sure. There's no argument there. Uh, but... He could be a replaceable card. There's a lot of, you know, discussion like Magneto versus Odin. I'm a, per personally, I like Arrow Magneto. I love the ability to just completely move things around the board. Uh, Magneto is even better, you know, in some cases because people are playing more four drops, like in multiples. So if you're able to really Magneto and disrupt, you know, an entire turn for someone, uh, that could end up being really, like, incredibly powerful um, as well, which is another reason I really like Magneto. But Odin's also very good in this deck. You know, it just kind of depends on how you run. You know, like, Odin into Leech, or I'm sorry, Odin in, in Arrow's lane is great. You know, turn 5 Arrow, turn 6 Arrow, or turn 4 Arrow, turn 5 Odin, you know, for a double Arrow and just completely crush your opponent. That's really great. Double Doctor Doom, also really great. Uh, even double leader is really great. I just don't know that I want to play six four drops in this particular deck. I think if I did, I would probably remove Polaris and play Wave as well. So I would probably like remove Polaris and remove Vision, play Wave and play Odin. Like I think that's how you would do it. This way you could have another way to play a six drop on four. So if it all worked out, you know, you can have six, five, six. Uh, but it gives you the option to get Magneto into play early or get Doom into play early and set those later turns up. It's totally reasonable if that's what you want to try and do. Uh, I don't think there's anything wrong with, with that line of play. This was definitely more of a bar-oriented version. I'm just kind of walking through the different things that you could do with this deck uh, to play it out. But it's a really solid deck in the metagame, period. The bar was just a, another way of kind of creating board states because your opponent a lot of times even your opponent is like oh i'll just like waste the turn and i'll play this card out and i'll get this mini effect and then i'll put it back in my hand and you're like yeah okay that's great but you didn't advance your board so now my leech 
which generally isn't great uh, because like paying five for three power isn't wonderful. Well, it ends up being pretty powerful because your opponent was kind of messing around and didn't care about board state early and were more worried about random ongoing effects. Um, you know, even if it's like, oh, I'll just, instead of playing another three drop out, I'll just play a surfer on bar and buff my one three drop in play. That's all great and dandy, but if, you know, the surfer goes back to your hand, you didn't advance your board state whatsoever, more than likely my leech is going to be even more effective now. So just things to think about uh, when you guys are playing this deck is that, you know, Electro is is a snappable card. Um, Jubilee, depending on what's left in your deck, should snap before it. Like I said, if leech is still there... Uh, if Leader is still there, if Doctor Doom is still there, you know, if any of those good cards are still there that you're gonna be able to Jubilee, it's worth snapping because the moment they hit play, you're not gonna have a chance to snap again. You know, if you have this overwhelmingly, you know, overly, overwhelmingly good turn four, and your opponent goes, "Oh, I can't come back from that," well, then you're gonna be upset that you didn't snap. So normally, I will snap on Jubilee. Let's, if it doesn't work out, you gotta run, then you gotta run. No big deal. But like. Chances are, once again, with the power scale of this, paying four for Jubilee to tick up to a six or to tick up to Leech creates way better board states uh, and way more likely for your opponent to retreat. So try and get those snaps out with those. Um, obviously, Arrow is a snappable offense when you know it's going to be insane. Um, once you get to turn five or six, uh, chances are... You're probably not going to... If whatever you do at that point in the game, it's more likely for your opponent to retreat. So you really want to try and get your snaps in on turn three and four to get the extra cubes in games. And then if your opponent stays and they go to the end with you, you know, obviously you have to be able to finish the game. So you got to understand as well that on turn six, like if your opponent not retreated on four or five or something like that, they have a plan to win the game. So you have to make sure that you can still win the game as well. Um, just be very weary of those things in this type of control deck is that you are not that you're bluffing but you're representing that you're supposed to be better than your opponent so when they stay in like they have to have some type of plan um which means you might have missed something for example uh i had a game where i leached on five my opponent i'm sorry i leached on four my opponent had six cards in hand and he was a galactus deck i was sure that he was a galactic success well, guess what? On turn five, he played Galactus because he drew it off the top of his deck. And he even he even played Wave blind, which is amazing. So he played Wave the turn before. I hit the, <laughs> the the leech, and I'm like, yep, great. And my opponent stays, and he goes Galactus. And I'm like, cool. <laughs> like, it can happen. So just be weary that if your opponent is staying till the end, they have a plan to win the game. So you have to make sure that you have a way to win as well. Um all things insert. Let's get into some gameplay. I'll show you off some of the great uh, wins that I had today on the climb to Omega. A couple more. Uh, what are we? 200 cubes from infinite at this point. So this is our first step from 70 to 80. This was a deck. Uh, like I said, I played Surfer. I played the Moon Girl Surfer deck all the way to 79. And I went on a really bad run. I went down to 76. I switched to Galactus for games. Went down to 75. Switched to something else for a few games. Went down to 74. It was all bad. I picked this deck up this morning, took it all the way from 74 to 81, and I wanted to give it some credit and time to talk about it because it is part of our general quest towards infinite. So let's take out, some, let's check out some gameplay, guys. All right, guys, so we're going to get into our first game here. Um, 
Hala, not a bad opening hand. Obviously, no Electro. We have Leech in hand. Uh, we don't have any of the big sixes yet, so Jubilee still looks okay. Ninjas are ninjas. Uh, we get a Sunspit. Sun's about to turn late. It is what it is. We kind of put it out there just in case. Uh, on the blind spot, in case it's loose bar, we just get to crew some free power. Um, and if it's not, that's not. What are you going to do? Uh, I generally was trying to play Sunspot in blank spots. Uh, on a day with a hot or featured location, you have a you know a 40 or 50% chance or a 35% chance to see that location. So your blinds locations, you have a better understanding of what they could be. Obviously, you can get blown out, but generally speaking, on days like that, I'm more likely to play onto those uh, specific spots. Uh, so in this one, we have we don't have priority. So the Polaris isn't great, but it's also our only play. If it works out, it works out. Uh, we get to move our card and maybe disrupt them a bit. If not, maybe they play their Carnage. We take their Carnage off and put it over here. It is what it is. We had to play the Polaris one way or another. We could have attempted to uh, put it left to try and steal a free kill, but we also didn't want to just like freely kill their Nova for them. May as well make them work for it. Um, so here you can see, like we have this weird interaction now. So like we're a turn behind on our Thor. We would have loved to have Thor last turn. We don't have Electro this game, but now we have to choose between Thor and, and Thor and Jubilee. And at this point, Jubilee just feels so much better, even though we end up hitting Scorpion, which isn't great. Uh, this clearly, to me, looks like a Galactus deck at this point. The big thing with playing left here is that we gain priority, so we just get to play Arrow and Snap, um, which is a big deal because we have to assume that our opponent is going to Galactus. They have six energy. They're going to shoot for it. They're going to go for it. Uh, we hit the snap button. We hit the end. And we just see if our opponent plays into it. And of course, um, this is one of the worst lines for all Galactus players. Because he's in a position where he has to play Galactus. Galactus gets moved. And that's pretty much the game. Like At this point, you're, we're super far ahead. We get the display leader. Hit the end turn button. Um... And just kind of move on with life. Like there's the, the likeliness of him being able to win is very minimal. Um, you know, it's really it, it, it's 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 basically impossible. No matter what, you're gonna win or tie at that point at the very least if he has like a destroyer or something. So let's check out the next game. All right, so second game here. Uh, this is much more of a ramp style type game. We have. The Electro, we have the Leech, we have the Sunspot, we're going to skip on turn two more than likely, so we're going to get some free free power. They also have a Sunspot, which they went and opted to put it on Never, Never, uh, Nedavalier. My issue with, like, specifically with putting A, once again, my, my goal was to try and get Sunspot on Luke's bar to be ahead, potentially, on that location. The other thing is, I don't really like, uh, Sunspot on... Nedavalier, I can't pronounce that correctly at all, uh, and mostly because you get into Shang-Chi range. I, I don't want to be in that range. Um, so this is one of the spots again. This is what I'm talking about with the Thor and the Electro. So like I'm having Thor, but in this turn, like I have to choose like between the two, and it's like that's not a great feeling, which is what led me to taking Thor out of the deck here because we play the Electro because we have Leech in our hand, which means we want to turn for Leech. So as you see, we snap. We're going to play the leech, and we're going to hope our opponent, you know, doesn't have much going on. And then this is going to kind of handicap them. So they play a lockjaw. Great. We leech their hand away. 
even better, right? Like we're, this is prime time position. Uh, the Magneto is also just phenomenal here. We get to move their Lockjaw into a bad spot where they're like already crowded. Uh, he gets a Wolfbane for like zero value, which is even better because now we get to move Lockjaw all the way over and fill a lane and we're like, yep, you have a million, awesome. We're ahead uh, everywhere else, which means we just get to play leader and win the game. <laughs> whatever our opponent's doing, we just get to match it and we're already ahead. We're gonna get an extra power on Sunspot. Uh, there's, you know, th th there's just no way that we can lose this game here um, at all. So super confident. Um, and yeah, we just lead her. We find out that it was just an iron heart that did nothing, and our opponent felt like donating us cubes, I guess. I'm not sure, but maybe he was aggravated. Nonetheless, thanks for the cubes, and let's check out the next game. Alright, here's an, uh, our third game we're going to be checking out. Another one of those options here where we have Thor and we have Electro, and it, it just it keeps coming down to this decision that we have to make of which which cards we're going to play. This time it's even a little bit worse because we also have Maximus. But the answer is almost always going to be Electro. Now, yes, we could have Electro Luke's Bar here uh, and do it that way, but once again, I think the problem that I have with Electro and Luke's Bar is that we just don't have any power on the table, and we don't want to go into turn four with no power on the table because even if you leech on turn four and you have no power on the table, it, do it just doesn't even matter at that point, you know? Um, so our opponent snapped. And we're not in the best position in this game, but our opponent also isn't doing much, much either. Uh, and they have Leech, which is, is what it is, right? You know, that like they're playing kind of the same thing as us, but we knew we were going to move over. Uh, we get to move their card over and we're winning this particular lane. We did get a little lucky here and we just drew Doom off the top, which is great because it gets to hit Luke's bar. Um... And that's phenomenal. And the other big thing here is uh, obviously our opponent is the same type of deck as us, so we can expect the same lines of plays, but we're still going to have an extra spot in the Baxter building, which is important to note. So our opponent just Magnetos, which is, I mean, I guess that's fine, right? Uh, but we go into the final turn and we drew our own Magnetos. So we got pretty fortunate here. We went back-to-back -back banger draws of Doom and and Electro, um, and we're just pretty comfortable in this game, because we're just going to put 12 power on the left. Uh, of course, he could have leader, um, but, you know, he has to have leader, and even if he does, we are still ahead in two spots, and he just retreats. So, this deck does that a lot, uh, ironically, so <laughs> let's check out the next one. Alright, this is going to be... The final game we're checking out, I'm coming in a couple turns because the first couple turns something was going on. Uh, you can see this is an odd game for us. We didn't have Electro. Uh, we just drew a Scorpion uh, on turn three. So we weren't, we didn't have anything going on for the first couple turns of the game. We don't even have Jubilee, right? So like, this is not a great game for us at all. Uh, we did draw Polaris, which is nice. We get to kind of just balance the tides, move... Uh, the domino off there just so priority is kind of stuck um, hopefully depending on what our opponent does in this turn but we do have leech and we do have doom and we have many we have all of the right tools 
to close out this game, provided our opponent uh, doesn't do anything spectacular. So like playing a rogue here is great. We just fill up the lane here. Nothing happens. Our opponent is clearly some type of surfer deck, uh, which means we're gonna leech because our opponent is very likely to, you know, not play surfer and not do anything. He hasn't really. He's been playing a steady amount of cards, which means it's probably the regular Sarah version. Uh, you're just, we're just very ahead in this moment, even though we it looks like we're behind. And he plays Sarah, which is great because then we just leech him, and now all of the cards in his hand mean nothing. And we have Doctor Doom to spread out the love. We'll get five power on the right, get five power on the left, get five power here. He's got to like really go a long way to attempt to win this game uh, with having one card that actually has ability and the rest of nothing else. So we felt really great about this, and it was a solid time to snap uh, off the leech. We got lucky. He kind of played into it with the Sarah. He was being a little greedy. And um, he really made us wait for that retreat, but that was it. That was the Omega winning game. Just, you know, even with a bad hand against certain decks, you just kind of punish them. So uh, you can see the whole power of this deck and what it's really capable of. And we hit Omega, so let's go. Good for us. And uh, let's talk about it in the breakdown. Well, guys, that was Leech Bar Control. Uh, I do believe this deck is good without having the bar you know you probably can make a couple different changes like i said you don't need the vision and things like that i just really wanted the extra card uh just in case you know certain things didn't go right i think the deck has a lot of it's probably like a nine card deck realistically and the last three cards are always going to be interchangeable uh depending on what your style is or how you like it for example as i said i like the arrow and the magneto because i like the ability to manipulate my opponent's lanes uh it helps me it helps me play out my turns based on what I think they're going to do and the ability to just move stuff around and really really just interact and mess plays up is what I love doing most in this game, especially right now, like I said, when there's so much Zabu and so much uh, of the four drops with the Wongs and things like that. Like All of these things are being flooded to the board, so where if you can just throw them all into one lane and kind of mess up your opponent's plays and style it's going to lead to a lot more retreats and more snaps. Uh, unfortunately, this is probably not a deck that gets a ton of AQ victories unless your opponent somehow thinks that you're bluffing and you can't win, uh, which is important to note. You know, like I said, if, if your opponent's staying in, they have a plan to win the game. So you need to be ready for that plan and still follow up your leeches uh, with, with plays of your own to win the game. So that's why like turn four leech is great. Turn five, Doctor Doom uh, is wonderful. Magneto is also great on turn five, just to kind of manipulate the board and get ahead to where you need to be in the game. This deck does a lot of really fun things. Um, you know, you can obviously look to play Shang Chi's if you want even more interaction. Um, you know, other the six drops. You know, as I said, Odin seems fine. Um, I don't know how much more I would really go into it, you know, another six. I think Odin would be the, the only other six I would play. I'm sure there's arguments for others, but Odin Odin's the most realistic because any of your, basically any of your five or six drops is that you can Odin are winning plays. Double Leader's a winning play. Double Doctor Doom is a winning play. Double Arrow is a winning play. Um, ne not necessarily double Magneto, but uh, for obvious reasons. But, you know, other, aside from Magneto... 
All of those things are ways to win the game and close out the games on five and six with double sixes. So that's definitely, you know, something to think about. All in all, this deck is really sweet. Uh, it climbed for plus 65 cubes this morning, which is wonderful as it got me into Omega. And then we'll start our next quest for Galactic. And of course, at the end, I'll be all getting to infinite. So I'll keep you guys posted on the decks that I'm playing. Of course, if you enjoyed the video, hit that like button. Uh, if you're not, please subscribe to the channel. Continue to grow. We pick up subscribers every day. Thank you for all the your, all the new subscribers. You really are helping us in our quest to a thousand uh, and beyond for what it's worth. But that is the current goal. Getting to a thousand subs would be awesome. It would be a huge accomplishment for the channel, and I would be so excited for it. Um, so please, if you're not subscribed, please subscribe. Uh, I think it's like 67%. Of guy, of people watching watching the videos that aren't subscribed. So please hit the subscribe button. It really does matter. Likes on the video really do matter. Comments on the video really do matter. All of those things help us continue to grow. Um, of course, what have you been playing? You know, comment. Let me know. Uh, do you like this list? Do you play a version of your list of this with your stuff? Let me know what it is in the comments. All of it is great. I love all the comments so far. There's been some great ones. And I just love the community and the communication that's going through uh, our channel and things like that. So let's keep continuing that. And of course, uh, we'll catch you in the next one. See ya.